yo, John Mitchell owes me money. I told him Embiid wasn't going to play. I told him he wasn't going to play. Look, we did. But we'll talk about that and how they lost to the Timberwolves next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thanksgiving, peeps. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Keith Pompey, co-host of Locked On 76ers, right here with my man, John Mitchell. John has a lot of knowledge. He knows a lot of stuff about sports, about basketball. I normally defer to him, but brother man thought Joel Embiid was going to play last night. He didn't. But you know what? They they lost. I believe the score was 112 to 99. It was a tough one, Mitch. Tough one, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, I, I was I was I liked the way Tobias Harris played in the second quarter, right? I felt like that ignited the Sixers a little bit. Marcus Morris, you know, we had to get an AP, APB out for him, looking to see where he was. Brothers showed up and showed out yesterday. Uh-huh. Tyrese Maxey, uh, that was a game If where you supposed to be the man. Yeah. You got to be the man. Yeah. That was his worst performance of this season. His worst performance of this season. Yeah, yeah. And the Sixers, huh? He had a hard time. Had a hard, oh, oh, yeah. had a hard time, and, and the Sixers, man, they shot the ball horribly. Yeah, I mean, you know, they shot the ball bad. Like Melton went back into a shooting slump. Mm-hmm. Maxie didn't hit a three um, at all. I think Maxie uh, Melton was one for five, and and Maxie was zero for five. It, I don't know, man. It was just a bad game. What, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, first of all, I gotta give you kudos, man, because. Uh, when you when when I said we, we talked about him be playing yesterday, you were like, "It's not going. It's not happening. It's not happening," and it didn't happen. And, and you take him out of the lineup, and now you see the you know the absence of another big man, and that was a, a, the lineup, the worst possible lineup, you know, with 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 Rudy Gobert and uh, and and Cat Towns on, on the roster. That's the worst lineup possible for for Joel not to be there, and, and it, also because he gets up to play against both of those guys, you know, with when, you know, with Rudy Gobert getting that defensive uh, player of the year award, <clears throat> uh, multiple, if I'm not mistaken. Right. <clears throat> and, um, and yeah, Kat, you know, we, you know, we know their history. <clears throat> so it just had like a, it had a trickle down effect, man, you know, with, without Joel in there and running into a team that, I, I don't know about you, Keith, man, but I, I like watching that team play. I'm not gonna lie, man. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do too. But you know what? I keep thinking, and I'm sorry about the people who live in Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. You got nice people. I have uh, friends there. I mean, I really do. I, I mean, I'm seriously. I didn't go there this year, but when I typically go, is is really nice. I go out to dinner with people. We laugh. It's a nice, it's a nice town. 
is a nice town, but you know what, bro? I couldn't live there. And, and I just can't because my reason why is a beautiful town. I love going there in the summertime. I've been there twice in the summertime. The lakes, everything is nice. But, bro, it gets too cold. Yeah. Too cold. Yeah. Too cold. Like, I'm talking about that's the cold, coldest place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> right? I mean, so cold, y'all, that your cell phone cuts off. Yeah, when you walk out, I mean, I'm telling you, you know how it is, Mitch. I do, man. I do. Like you said, it's one of the most. You go there in the the, the summer, in the spring, the summertime. It's one of the most beautiful places because it's real green. But real green, and that's and that's why they have it's built some of those midwestern cities, and you have to build that one where you can walk all throughout downtown from building to building because they connected them. But so here's my question: When I look at that team. That cool. And I look at Ant Man and I say, my man's from Hot Atlanta, right? They call it Hot Atlanta yeah. for a reason, right? You know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. right? And then you got Carl Anthony Towns. He's been there long enough. You got yeah. Rudy Gobert. Fred. I keep saying to myself, huh? Who else? Uh, from France, international, you know, international yeah. city. And I keep saying to myself, how long are these brothers going to stay there? Yeah. Like, it's too cold to be there. Like, now, if they make it work, it can work. Like, you know what I mean? But that's typically a place where guys go, either they stay because they can't go elsewhere, or they try to get out. Yeah. So you look at that team, number one, you know, look, they got the second best defense. They got the twin towers who are yeah. playing well together. And they right? see that they like each other. They like each other right now. Yo, they have, although my man, when he got choked out, ain't nobody help him. But then they got Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards. Dude, you can argue that he's the best American player in the NBA right now. Right now. Right you can now. argue that. Now, again, you got LeBron. You got all these other you, guys. We talking about right you, now, yeah. right now at this moment. Yeah. Like, he's not a Hall of Famer like LeBron, like KD and all that. But, but he's got upside, right now, huh? But he's got ups. But they, he has it. They don't have his upside. Oh, of course. But yeah, I'm talking about like today. You put them one on one. You know what I mean? Like KD got has the length and all that. But you think like most exciting American this season? Yeah. I mean, they they like thirty and up. Like I mean, people forget. Yeah. This is Tyrese Maxey's fourth year in the league. Right. This is his fourth year in the league. Right. You, you know what I mean? That's a young bull. Like yeah. you know, twenty three, like you, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah, and and we're talking about Tyrese, who's playing at an all star level, although he's had his struggles lately, as him emerging. But that guy is like, hey, if I'm if I got an NBA five on five, and I got some of the best players, he's getting picked. Oh, no doubt, without a question. Without a question. Without a question. Without a question. But so, like the the thing, Mitch, is it's um. Let's talk about the since we're talking about Tyrese, let's talk about Tyrese, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Maxi, he had that 50 point performance. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of sort of been somewhat of a little bit of a struggle since that, right? When he had that 50 point performance, I'm just throwing it out there that like, you know, he had games where um he had 50 points that game. He made seven eleven threes. Mm-hmm. He was uh he shot 20 for 32 since then. 
And I mean, I mean that game. Um, but since then, he he kind of like cooled off a little bit. Now he he had numbers like yeah. 27, 20 points, 19, 20, 25, right. 30. Last night he had a season low 16, but it just seemed like he cooled off after that one game. I think he has, man. I think um and and and, and that's part of that's part of the growing process, even for you know, a, a guy who, you know, we, we say is emerging and clearly is emerging. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, if you look at his last five performances, I, I got him right here. He's seven for 19 against many. This is just two pointers um, overall. Uh, 11 for 28 against Cleveland. Eight for 20 against Brooklyn. Five for 13 against Atlanta. And six for 15 against Boston. Uh, that's 37 and 90, 37 for 95 over the last five. Um, mm-hmm. It's 38% from the field. And, you know, Tyrese is, I, I think, you know, part of it is because he clearly has a green light. You know, Nick Nurse has given him a green light. So, you know, he's going to get that 11 for 28. Um, he's he's going to have those nights when he can when he can go off. But what you don't want him to do is to, you know, turn to, let's say, a volume shooter. Because uh, because he has shot despite being just six two, he's always shot a decent field goal percentage, and you want to see him maintain that. Um, yeah. So it just goes to show you, and I think you made a good point when we were talking offline, and you know about him needing to get thirty. Yeah. Especially you know, last night. Especially, I mean, especially when Joel Embiid doesn't play, he got to yo, he got to take over. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's nice to see Marcus Morris make shots, you know, but. Tyrese Maxey, he he's, you know, he's you know one of the young up and coming guards mm-hmm. players. He got to he got to take over. Yeah, he didn't. like you know, I, I think that was a, a really disappointing loss, a, a disappointing performance by him because yeah. it was his opportunity to lead, and they took him out of his game. I mean, right. they basically took him out of the game. He shot seven for nineteen, zero for five on threes. He he uh, he was. Two for four on the on the foul line, which means that he wasn't really, you know, attacking, getting to the cup the way he he should have. There was one time where he went there and and tried to you know score on on um, Carl Anthony Towns, who basically blocked his shot. You know, so it mm-hmm. was it wasn't a good performance by him. But when we, I, I'll just say to you, when you talked about his two point shots. He shot over those last five games, he shot 36%, 36.6% on threes. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, his assist, now his assist to turnover ratio isn't all that bad, 7.2 to 1.8. Right. We'll take that. We'll take yeah, that. we'll take that. You know, he played, you know, 39.3 minutes in those last five games, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's been he's been playing well. I just had an issue. With this one now, here's something else, Mitch. That you got to realize, he guy he likes going, you know, a certain direction. Other teams are trying to like force that away. And on the defensive end, I noticed that a lot of guards are attacking him. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, they're just going straight at him, right? Yeah. Now, he 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 has 11 blocks this year, but a lot of that is kind of like you know help stuff or whatever. But what they're He's going to yeah, they're what they're doing is they're just going right at them, and mm-hmm. and and that's part of a lot of teams' game plan. Like we're going right. to at this dude, we're going to score on this dude, and 
And that's where they're attacking him. And they're also being physical with him. You know, he's right now not at that stage where of his career. It's going to get there. But he's right. so quick, so fast. Now guys are putting the body on him. They're bumping him. Yep. They're doing stuff, trying to be a little disruptive. Um, but I just didn't like, you know, what I saw last night, you know what I mean, from him. I, I know he's a better player than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just kind of – I mean, I just kind of felt, you know, when you when you when you, when you gave us that hint following the Cleveland game that there was that, that that Joel would probably be at home preparing for Thanksgiving, as opposed to uh, making the trip to Minnesota. Um, I think that we we kind I just felt I said you know just looking at this matchup, I said they're going to need you know if if you can get a forty percent a forty point night out of Tyrese Maxey, this will be another one for us to con- continue talking about. The, the building of his legacy as an emerging player. Uh, and, and he didn't have it yesterday. And that, that was a game where it's like, if you're going, you know, that's part of carrying the mantle of stardom, of stardom. We're not even approaching superstar. When you start carrying, talking about carrying the mantle for stardom in the NBA, it is some moments when, it, when, it, when you know, when, you know, she's got to have it was the movie. The six has got to have it is the reality of 2023. They got to have it from Tyrese. You know, especially with Kelly Ubre out. I mean, I think Kelly Ubre's presence had it been there last night. The floor would have been better spent, would have been better space. Got other people could have attacked. Um, and you know, and Minnesota recognized that. And like you said, man, they, um, you know, that was his worst. That was his worst performance of the season uh, thus far. Yeah, and also another thing that the Sixers need, um, and his worst performance of the season. Um, but another thing that the Sixers need is a is a big man. Like um, you know, like like you know, the thing is, I understand. Like first of all, you going up against arguably the best front court in the NBA. Now, my now, granted, uh, Jaden McDaniel's did well. You know, was hurt. You know, this yeah. and that, right? But that provides the defense. So right. you go out there. With Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and Tobias Harris, right? And it looked like—I mean, I'm just it looked like before the game they was Tobias and Marcus was doing rock paper scissors, like, "Yo, you got him, I got him," like one of those. <laughs> boys, right? <laughs> right. So, so the deal is, Marcus picks up two early fouls, had his best game of the season. Yeah, Tobias. You know, had scored nine of his like uh, fifteen points in the second quarter. He was consistent, and that helped them when they came back. They were because they was getting boat raced early. Oh, they came yeah. Back. yeah. And then yeah. Mark, you know, so you know it was cool. But you look at it like, come on, man. You mean to tell me you got Mo Bamba sitting on the bench and he can't get burned? Yeah. And then, but the thing is, and again, I'm not looking at it as if I'm saying Nick, what you doing? I'm looking at it like Mo, what you doing? That's you, yeah, that's, yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's you, you feel me? Oh, I like, do. Like, uh, like because like really, when you have it, you know what we were told in the beginning was Remember when they that? went out there and got them bigs, the bigs, they wanted to have lineups where they have him and MB playing together. Mm-hmm. And you look at Mo, and Mo is uh, can shoot the three. He's a shot blocker. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. So it's one of those things where coach don't trust you. Games you gotta you you 
you got to give the coach confidence to play you. Yeah, yeah. And and he's clearly not doing that, you know. And like, like I said, we touched on it yesterday. This is why you were brought here. You weren't brought here just to be a practice body, you know. You know, I mean, the whole – oftentimes when general managers go out and get these guys, they look at the combination of where this guy is at in his career, what is – we think what, what the league believes is still his athletic potential and hope that he can reach it. Um, but now you got you got Nick Nurse – uh, looking to his right and saying, I'd rather have Mo Bamba's mama as opposed to having Mo Bamba on the roster right about now, man. You know, and it's just like, you got to, you know, it, it's, it, he's he's wasting the opportunity. I mean, he gets out there and, and you know you got the Twin Towers. Uh, you, you know that Joel is not going to be there, but you, Mo Bamba, have not given um, the coaching staff any confidence. You know, you, you can't Bro, it's time to stop sitting at the end of the bench and giggling. You know, those those years, those years are gone for you if you expect to remain in the league. And um, and yeah, they could have used it. They could have, I mean, because the Sixers shot poorly. So it's like, okay, if you're gonna shoot poorly, you prevent the other team from shooting well. If you know, and and you can't even bring, you know, this guy's a seven, seven footer with incredible wingspan that you can't put on the floor because the coach doesn't have confidence in you. So um you know, but you know, as, as you know, you and I have talked, the Sixers have never gotten that backup. It's been years since they've gotten the backup center position right. Yeah. They had Andre Drummond, then they traded him to get James right. Harden. Right. I mean, but before that, the year before they had Drummond, they did have they had the White Howard, which you know, which wasn't bad. You know, that right. was another good one. But but yeah, you 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 are correct. It's it always was, momentary. It's always a momentary fix, you know. Yeah, exactly. A dude on the minimum. Yeah, a dude on the minimum, and that and that's what that's what what card is. Now here's the thing, Paul Reed. I'm gonna give Paul Reed some props. You know, Paul Reed was the backup center. He is the backup center. He he played 26 minutes. He had 10 points. He shot five for nine. He had nine rebounds. Paul had a game high four blocks and two steals. Mm-hmm. Paul Reed was balling, but the thing is, Paul Reed is five nine going up against those right. things. Now, Marcus Morris, like I'm a, I'm you know the Marcus Morris was he had six points, he was a six for twelve, he was three for five on threes, he had four rebounds, two assists, mm-hmm. two blocks, and a steal, and he played well considering. He picked up two early fouls and had to go to the bench, right? Um, so you know that you know that was good. Now, but the problem is, see, this is the thing. You know, when we talk about the Sixers, we talk about they got a, a slew of wings, right? A slew of wings, and and you know the certain guys that you really like them, but you also know that they're not extremely consistent. Right. I mean, they just not like, right. and it's not a knock against them. But when they give you something, you like, oh, I like it, right? Mm-hmm. So last night, D D um D House, a, a great you know a great defender. He had he had a game high or, or or a team high three steals, but offensively he was one for five, and he right. was zero for three on threes, right? Right. Jaden Springer, you love his defensive pre- presence. You love his grit. He had one still, but offensively he was 0 for 4, 0 for 2 on threes, right? 
So then you look at, you know, Robert Covington. He, you know, he had two blocks. He had five points. He was two for four. But then we look at the six. I mean, we look at the Sixers starting backcourt. We already talked about Mackley. But then you look at the Anthony Melton. One for five on three. Yeah, we have to. Huh? <laughs> you said the Anthony Melton. I said, do we have to? No, uh, I mean, you know, so like that's that's the problem. But then you look on the other end, and the guy that we talked about, who is the yep. I think the best American in the league right now, young dude. Yeah. yeah. He was giving them giving them the business. He had 31 points, 11 to 22 shooting, and five for nine on threes. Yeah. So but then you got the bigs up there. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns giving the Sixers 23 and yeah. 11. Two, two, two blocks, two steals. I mean, I ain't know Carl Anthony Towns was a defensive player. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Then you got then you got Rudy Gobert just going through it, just being Mr. Consistent. He's he, uh, uh 13 points, three blocks, and, and 11 rebounds, three assists. So it was like easy peasy for them. And, and it, and even that guy, Shake Milton. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I Shake, yeah, you know, yeah. Six Shake came Milton. off the Milton bench and gave him 12. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think it just feeds into the fact that, you know, the Sixers got out to that 8 1 start. We, you know, we, and, and, and don't get me wrong, they're still clearly a playoff team um, and, and can get better. But I think the 76ers are one of those teams. You, you know, some teams like Boston and Milwaukee, um, when, when, when they're, they don't have a full complement of players, uh, key players. They can still be very effective, um, but I, I think when you when your key guy is a center and you still have a guy who most closely resembles a big man in the NBA, um, with the exception of Joker, who I mean, who can do everything, um, and Giannis, uh, the Sixers just become much smaller without. Uh, Without Joel in the lineup, and and, and you know they, they got clobbered on the boards. They were, were taking three pointers early, and when, you know when they take those three pointers early on, uh, when when you know there was if, if Joel's out there, there's there's maybe one more pass to be made in the lineup uh, that wasn't there. It was like, hey man, let me let me hoist this twenty seven footer and see where what happens with it, and that turns into a fast break in the other way for for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of whatever. Yeah, they did whatever. I mean, they led by twenty-one um, points at one point. They did whatever. They had yeah. points in paint, fifty-eight to forty-four. Um, you know, bench points, thirty-three to thirty. Right. Yeah. So you look at that and you say that's good, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, well, game i mean don't get me wrong they did come back but then after a while then they put the game away and then all of a sudden it was like oh we might as well just rest people yeah but the sixers can't shoot 39.1 percent from the field and 21.9 percent and think they can beat a team especially a team of this caliber you just can't do that you can't you you can't do that and and that was a that was a tough one for them but to me, what are, what are some things moving forward that you need to see from this squad? I need to see more consistency. Um, I, I need to see continuous consistency from from Nick Batum, from Covington, from the guys they brought on. You know, I I, I need to see uh, 
Marcus Mars. I mean, kudos to him uh, for, you know, I, I think I think you must have gotten in his ear and said, hey, man, are you really from North Philly? <laughs> or, you know, are, you know, are you really from North Philly? <laughs> and, you know, it, so he showed up and played yesterday. Um you saying he was playing like he was from Ballackenwood? <laughs> I, I, I think he was from uh, Marple Newtown or whatever. <laughs> they, Let me stop you all before people are like, hey, you hate me on the neighborhoods. But look, yeah. hey, but I'm, hey, can I cut you off? Can I cut you yeah. off? So it's this dude. I don't mean I don't mean to go left on this, but my cousin used to date this guy. So they go to Penn State, right? They went to Penn State, and she dated this guy for years, and. Um, he from North Philly. He's like, yo, I'm from North. I'm from down North, right? North he would get Philly. so mad at me because every time I saw him, I called him Ballard Kenwood Bull. Like, yo, <laughs> what up, Ballard Kenwood Bull? Yo, I'm from North. I'm from North. And like, and the thing is, it was kind of like he never like got it that like, dog, I'm just messing with you. Like, you trying to act like. You Philly, Philly, Philly. And then you're like, look at you, man. You moved to South Jersey. You soft. I'm like, dog, I just want my daughter to get a good education, bro. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. The original song. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But but he would get so mad because, you know, he like North Philly through and through. Nah, homie. Nah. No, I'm, I'm like, but where you go to high school, bro? Like, you talking like, do you go to Gretsch? You go to Dobbins? Nah, I went to Parkwood. Well, then, nah, bro, you, you, you know. Like, you yeah. Yeah. Huh? He didn't go to, nah, he didn't go to, he didn't, he didn't, nah, he didn't go to Ben, he didn't go to Buckingham. But you couldn't tell my man that he wasn't the hardest thing walking the streets. And he would get mad and get mad like, yo, bro. You from north? You from down north? Why you go to Penn State? Why you ain't go to Temple? Right. You scared? You scared? <laughs> like, you know, it was so funny. He would get away from Broad Street. <laughs> like, was, I like, I like. Oh, it's tough than Diamond Street, huh, bro? Sister Lee Moore, like you know. But nah, I used to kill him. But he used to get mad. He used to get mad. But nah, yeah, you know. But yeah, he he had a North Philly type game. Yesterday, I mean, you know what? The one thing we can say about Marcus Morris is maybe we did get him this, get him hyped. I doubt it, but um, I, I think that probably he got more playing time. Mm-hmm. He's been the, that was his eighth game. He's getting in better shape. Getting mm-hmm. in this, I, I think at the end that was a that was a that was a more that was a positive thing for him. Because you could realize he's not a cookie cutter dude. Before right. they had him cutting, doing all this other stuff, that's just not his game, right? So I feel like hitting them three, hitting those threes were were pretty big for him. He also showed some physicality, you know, going up against guys. Now again, we ain't going to deny that they 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 lost, and it was it wasn't a game like it was close for a second, but for the most part, they lost. But I felt like his play was was a positive that came out there. And I feel like he makes some deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, again, is he going to play these as many minutes? No, no. He right. probably won't. He probably won't. But um, I, I kind of like what I like what I saw. I like what I saw. He didn't look like the Ballard Kenwood boy at all. He didn't look like my man. <laughs> Ballard Kenwood. 
But 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 you know, get, I mean, getting back to your initial question, yeah, I, I want to see those guys contribute, man. I, you know, yeah. I know they're veterans and they're they're deep into their thirties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, let's, be, let's it's, I don't know who could have coached the seventy six to could have coached the win out of them last night. That was you hear guys talk about a schedule loss. That's, uh, a, schedule I, loss. That, that's a schedule loss right there. Um, yeah. You know, it just and that's just the way the NBA is. There's no other way around it. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I am looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, Joel come back against Chet Holmgren because I'm, I'm a Chet Holmgren fan, man. Against the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. You say it again. Yeah, yeah. I think he. I expect him to come back. Then he. Yeah, I expect him to. And, I mean, and, he, I think he has to. Like, he has to. yeah. I mean, if not, then 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 we got major problems. If he misses yeah. that game too, then it's like, okay, what's really wrong with you? Like, yeah. it's, it's more than sore. Like, because if you think about it, Joel played. Was he played? Yes, he played on Tuesday, so he had off like on Wednesday. Nobody's doing anything today, mm-hmm. right? So that's two days off. They're probably going to have a light practice on Friday, right? Um, and then they play Saturday, right? Yeah. So if he misses this game, then something may, is really wrong with him. Yeah. Like to me, I get the the I, I get the soreness thing, and I get that Joel is always listed on the injury report, but I also think that is also something that they do to protect themselves because if you don't list him on the injury report and he doesn't play then you're getting fined, right? right? And then also, every most of these players, Mitchell, you know, you play, you covered the league longer than I have. Most of these dudes got some type of ailment on them. And right. it was basically a rest day. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, it yeah. A rest day. The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was yeah. a rest day. There was, was a brief, a- there was a brief meeting somewhere probably over the weekend it says which day is he getting in between the powers it be where it was conversation was which day is he going to be off on exactly and you ain't going to take off you got you're not going to take you can't take off in the play in game or right. in season tournament game right. you can't take off on those national tv games right. now right. and it just so happens like yo they looked at it like yo you mean to tell me we got to play x amount of games in such and such days like they they had an idea. Like it would have been nice if they would have won, but they had an idea that it was it was going to be a tough game. It yeah. was going to be a tough one, yeah, and that's yeah. what it was. That's yeah. exactly what it was, man. Yeah. That's that's what it was. But it's you know, a shame that you really have to look at two games and can't see them as equal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, and, and that's the only thing I don't like about the NBA season. It's so long to where, as you look at it and you see people. And you're saying like, "Wow, this team is good," and then all of a sudden, up oh, they're not playing. Why? Right. Because they're low management, right? right. I mean, right. you know, to me, that's that, that's a problem. The one thing I will say, Mitch, though, if you look at it, the Sixers slid to second. Well, you can you can look at it too. You can say the Sixers are in fifth place, or the Sixers are in like a four way tie for second, mm-hmm. right? Like with that ten and five record. Now the Sixers lost four of their last six games, though. Yeah. So they're not trending the way that you think they should be. Right. I mean, is is that concerning to you? Not really, because like you said, you know, lots of times they look at these games and four or five game stretches. You know, they're, they're coming off of that eight game stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the eight game win streak. 
uh, which is a bonus. Um, are they trending in the opposite direction? Currently, they are. Um, but but I, I I don't feel a need to to wave a red flag right now. I think they can get on track. I think I, I think they can. Um, I think I think they'll get right back on track. They're not going to be you know eight eight games struggle win win eight games in a row struggle win seven games in a, in a row struggle. I think that we'll see more of a team playing above five hundred in that six hundred range in most games. Um, you know for the rest of the season. But again, I, I think that the biggest most concerning thing is, um, you know, you, you you want your guy Maxi, who, you, who you're going to give a lot of money to very soon. You want to see that guy. Uh, the sooner he steps into his role, saying, "Hey, I gotta, I, I gotta perform the twelve labors of Hercules tonight and carry this team." You want to see that happen sooner rather than later. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I will pinpoint this now. The Sixers um, have dropped to three and five against teams that currently have winning records, mm-hmm. right? Three and five. So when you look at it, so they beat and, and is actually one of those wins. It's kind of like an asterisk. And the reason why I'm saying that is they beat the three wins came against the uh, Boston Celtics. This, right. Uh, first time they played them. And then the Indiana Pacers, the first time they played them, and the Celtics came back and beat them, and so did the Pacers in the second round. And they beat the Phoenix Suns. Now, when they beat the Phoenix Suns, that was a game where, you know, Phoenix has the big three. But two of the big three didn't play. It was Kevin Durant and and a bunch of role players. And mm-hmm. and now – but but what they also have is Devin Booker, and they have Bradley Bill. So mm-hmm. – to me, you can look at that two two different ways. You can say, well, they didn't beat nobody, right? Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. Yeah. But you can also say that the good thing is, like, <clears throat> able to beat the, – they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, right. right? You know what I mean? They did that. And then, you know, right now, some of those games, they're undermanned. Now, the thing about it is, yeah, some teams are undermanned too, yeah. right? They played. Yeah. So it is what it is. So it balances out. And I hate using that as an excuse. Like I'm looking at TV last night and the whole nine. I mean, dude, every every other five every every five minutes, we're getting a reminder that Joel Embiid ain't playing. Yeah. Right. But how many times did people say Donovan, did they say Donovan Mitchell didn't play the night before? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Did yeah, they say yeah. that when they when they beat Phoenix, two of their players didn't play? So like I, I hate when I hear that. Huh? And Jalen Brown missed the Boston Boston win, didn't he? It, 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 well, though no, that's the game when uh, Boston beat them. Yeah, they played Boston, without right. Boston. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So you know what I mean? So like yeah, like you're looking at that. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. We'll see. I mean, they, the Sixers got things to work through, like you said, the Maxi situation. Um, they got to They still got to get consistency from the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and we'll see. I mean, you know, this OKC game. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. But but that's going to be a huge test for the Sixers, and this and that, right? But let me talk about locked on, right? Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 
coverage of the top sports stories of the day with the local experts on Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Mitch, I checked it out. It's pretty good. I really like it. I think that people need to go to it. You know, it's funny how things are changing and evolving with all these YouTube channels. Matter of fact, you're a brother that likes YouTube, too. So, yeah, this is something that's really good. Um, And, I, Mitch, I want to wish you and your fam a happy Thanksgiving, bro. You got a lot to be thankful for. Um, And we would love to wish all of y'all a happy Thanksgiving as well, right? Um, you know, even though Mitchell squad going to lose to West Philly today, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> so, nah. we, we might lose uh five to three. <laughs> five to, well, at least y'all, at least your school's still around. My school is 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 no longer here. So let's go Panthers. <laughs> let's go Panthers, huh? Oh yeah, they. Uh, I hope you know. It's funny they used to always play uh, Penn State this day. They would either play them. No, it wasn't on this day. They would always play them on Friday. That used to be the end of the season, the big game, the last regular season game. And um, sometimes people would stay up. And I did that one time, stayed at Pitt for thanks over Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. I will never do that again, dude, yeah. because it was like a deserted island. Yeah. <laughs> and then the game. But Friday, you know, everybody comes back for the game. And then, like, one of my friends was like, dude, why didn't you just, like, you know, go to your aunt's house. Right. Right. And he had a turkey, then drive up the next day. I was like, yeah, yeah that was smart. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy, right? It's not yeah. much doing Pittsburgh on, a, on you know, if, if you're not from there and don't have people there. Nah, dude, it was it was like, whoa. I mean, like the cafeteria was closed. Um, like it was just a it was like a deserted island. Then Friday, get up and everybody was there, and people were like, Yo, how was it? How was this week? Uh, it was okay. It was yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, you're like fronting. I made a bad call. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. But look, y'all, thanks for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. When you go to the YouTube channel, make sure you click on that Liberty Bell. What it does is you become a new subscriber. In addition, that you get notifications when we have new podcasts, right? Locked on 76ers is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank y'all again for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a blessed day and peace. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy your families.